All right, welcome everyone. We are the MI guys. We have Casey Jackson, our director here. Oh. Got Tammy Calais and myself, John Gilbert, and we will be helping you today as usual with an evidence-based approach to helping individuals, uh, organizations, and the communities you serve with a particular lens usually of motivational interviewing and some other thoughts thrown in. Today we have another question about a plan, if I'm not mistaken, Tammy, but please kind of intro us in if you would. Yeah, so today's question comes from, um, quite frankly, another podcast that we did that we realized this could be a deeper question and answer. Um, but what does a plan mean in motivational interviewing? Um, because I think a lot of folks, when they think of planning, can simplify that in a very um, in a very simple way. When in reality, creating a plan is more of a process. So. Let's talk about what a plan is in motivational interviewing. So contextually, the first thing that I think of, what strikes me is there is so many ways to look at a plan. I mean, if the three of us were going to, you know, clean up my office, we'd come up with a plan. Pretty straightforward, beginning, middle and end to it, you know, different assignments, different target behaviors, probably modify as we go once we dive into it. Um, so there's multiple ways to think about plan. When you're think, when I think about motivational interviewing, what I keep thinking about is what is the long-term behavior change? One of the things that strikes me when we're talking plan as well too, <clears throat> it's like the definition of guiding in the MICA or in motivational interviewing is we're trying to help people get towards that, that ultimate outcome, which means how are we going to get there? The what's in the house to get there. And remember when we've talked about guiding before, I always, my brain just goes to that kind of chameleon monocular vision where our eyes are looking at two different directions. So if we're guiding towards an ultimate outcome, we have to have an eye on the ultimate outcome. That has to have a more general plan. And then what we're doing today to get to that place is a very specific plan. And that may need to be modified. The The analogy that I always used was the, the ship analogy. Like if, if, they're the captain, the client's the captain of the ship, and I'm the navigator, I've got to keep an eye on the ultimate destination. What treasure are they going for? What port are they aiming for? What island do they want to go to? Um, what harbor do they want to exist in? And the weather is going to change, the tides are going to turn, there's going to be shoals and reefs and pirates and all sorts of things that come along board. Those are how we deal with plans on a day-to-day -day basis or a week-to-week -week basis. So, and those are going to have very specific measurable things. They're going to have to have people that are adjusting the sales at very specific degrees at very specific times during the day for us to stay on course. So those are specific plans. They're going to help us that we have to focus on, give full attention to, and the navigator still has to keep an idea on where are we ultimately trying to end up, not just at the end of the day, but where are we trying to end up at the end of the journey as well too. So that's just my way of conceptualizing a long-term behavior change plan. Our plan can just be, let's get the sale down by the end of the day. You know, we need to wrap up the sale because there's a storm coming and we don't get flipped. So we just need to get the sale down today. So we can have plans that are very specific and targeted for shorter periods of time. In motivational interviewing, since it is behavior change based, what is the ultimate goal or value this individual is working towards? So I'm just gonna throw that out as kind of a, a general idea around it. And then we can kind of drill in further just based on kind of the thoughts that 
Tammy, you and John, uh, both of you share as well. I'll just jump in real quick if that's all right, Tammy. Because um, when you're saying that, Casey, it brought me back to the mountain analogy and it's like, there's uh, you know a whole sh uh, slide that you use that we use that you found of like there's this bigger mountain and then there's all these smaller mountain tops with light on them right and it's this idea that there might be something to focus on and we don't use the slide exactly like this but there might be something to focus on in the meantime that gets us a little bit closer to ultimately where we're going but when you get into things like self-determination theory and some of these underlying pieces that now are being related to mi it's who do you ultimately want to be and what serves you most and what's the most fulfilling, nourishing thing in your life and how would life be that if we're, if we're oriented to that, the plan to your point, Casey has a lot more likelihood for staying power for the long run. Exactly. It doesn't mean we always have to get so deep. For example, brief MI in five to 10 minutes. Yes. Max, is used in hospital settings, or maybe you'd have to use it in your setting. And if you got to a plan in that, wonderful, that they're invested in, their importance is high, their confidence is high, great. It's just, if you haven't gotten to what you were just talking about, Casey, like ultimately, ultimately, what's this about? It's just less likely that they're just gonna keep, you might have to have more frequent conversations if you haven't got to that meaningfulness, right? That deep. So I do think there's kind of a setup to talk about focus before plan and how much time and energy you have to go there and just really make sure you're anchored at the top of their mountain and that they feel that sense of motivation and importance and confidence. And the more they sense that, the more likelihood it's going to have staying power, your plan, not just, oh, we talked about how important it is. So what are you going to do about it? And falling into the premature planning trap where we wrote a plan, we have a SMART goal, which has evidence-based stuff around it. But SMART goals don't necessarily mean that it takes away all barriers they're about to go out to face, all temptations, all difficulties. It just means you're trying to help them set up themselves to be who they want to be. But if you haven't helped orient them to that in the long run, like you said, gosh, it's just going to be hard to change anything but a really tiny short-term thing. The other thing I think of, Tammy, with this and, and building off what John said, I go back to the, I was just thinking about that analogy with the ship analogy. And I, I never really thought about the, you know, people swabbing the deck and, you know, trimming the sail and all the things that need to happen. Think about, I was just thinking about it from this perspective. If I was on a ship back in the day and my job was just swab the deck and raise the sail and lower the sail and there's storms and I'm just getting beat up, mm -hmm. you know what? I just want to go back to shore and quit. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. This sucks. Yeah. It's hard. My back aches. I'm frozen half the time. My fingers are numb. And the thing that which makes us give up on a plan. Yes. Especially if we don't realize that we're actually going to an island where there's a treasure and I get a cut of the gold. Mm -hmm. If I keep focused on that, then all of a sudden it's like, you know what? I'll stick my hands under my armpits for a few minutes um, and then finish my job because I'm going to get that gold. Like, yeah. that's important to me. That's that's value that I have and I can retire I can buy my own pub uh, and never have to get on a ship again so that's why I'm going to work this hard now because there's a long-term goal about financial security and quality of life but today this sucks yeah um, and this is when you're thinking about sustained behavior change and motivational interviewing and if you don't build motive it is not going to stick the plan is not going to stick 
-hmm. is not going to have the staying power that John was just talking about. So what it has to be is we really do. That's why we put so much emphasis in our training specifically on engagement and focus, because if you don't have engagement and you don't have focus plan is not going to sustain itself. But then in some ways we can be remiss on not talking enough about plan. So that's why this is so important to talk about this as well too. And this is why we do think in building what I think of in building an MI based plan is I want it to be so clear about what is the ultimate destination as part of my planning process. Mm -hmm. And that makes it easier than to adjust on any given day, the target behaviors and the measurable objectives, which is what most of our funders and our organizations and our programs want. We can be really specific about those, but it's still person centered. I'm enlisting, what do we want to do today? If that is the treasure, if that's the journey, if that's the harbor or the island that you want to go to, what do we need to do today to make sure that that happens? Um, because this is about you getting to where you want to go. If again, it's about my goals for them, if I want them to manage their diabetes or if I want them to think about the harms of COVID, you know, if they don't take this seriously, if I get attached to outcomes, then I'm going to be pushing things which is not going to motivate them. It, it could be a, a disincentive if they feel like I've got an agenda that I'm pushing. So these are all core constructs you think of in an MI-based planning process. Well, and I want to add too, what's, what also is really helpful in the planning process is reinforcing the plan once it's been stated or created. Um, because it's so easy for me to one time say, oh yeah, I'm going to go, um, you know, go on a bike ride today to get some physical activity. And then I don't really think anything about it. And then, you know, life happens and all of a sudden I've, I'm not riding the bike today for physical activity. But if we reinforce that plan by reinstating that they've already created it, they feel really good about it. This is something that you're really excited about. When you reinforce it, it kind of builds that excitement and not the motive, but it builds that excitement around, I've already decided this. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, no, I'm going to go do this. And so that's also another part of the planning process is, is keeping your eye on that. But I also was going to say, um, cause John and I had a conversation about a change that I was working on earlier today and, um, he did really well at, at restating some of the options that I had come up with in the plan. And it, again, I, I really like that because it sounds super silly, but sometimes you get lost in your own planning process right? and you kind of forget what, what the plan was. And so having him restate a couple of those options and what we've talked about, it made me go, oh yeah, yeah, no, I really like that one idea or that two idea or whatever. Um, so I think that's really helpful in the planning process too. You know, in hearing you articulate that, Tammy, what's so critical is it does reinforce again why it's so important for us to listen deeply and empathetically in the engagement piece mm -hmm. and to make sure we truly tease out the values, the focus, the drive, the target behavior, because all the work we do there pays off when we're working on the plan and people are pursuing their plan because we're going to circle back around to all these things that they said that their motives were. And this is all of the, the things we look at it at bolstering a really solid plan development process. And when you modify the plan, I, I, it's what's fascinating to me. And it's also in a training today, we, we got into a little bit about affirmations as well too, 
and I'm gonna since we're on this since I'm on this mode in this podcast anyway with the whole ship analogy. I just keep thinking if the navigator or the captain, either one, was if the only thing they focused on is all the stuff I had to get done every day, that does not motivate me. It's like okay, put your back into it. Put your back into it. Okay, now go clean that up. Now, now put your back into that. Now you got to go scale this. You got to deal with this. Like that, the thought of that just wears me down. But if I'm rowing and putting my back into it, and they're like, you know what? We're getting so much closer to that treasure. We are so much closer to that treasure. It sucks now, but we're so much closer to that treasure. Like that is motivated. That's like, okay, you know, yesterday we were 900 miles away and today we're only 500 miles away. And it's like, whoa, yeah. now I understand. And with these status updates on the plan towards the ultimate goal, it's not that those are the affirmations, but that can be the grist in the mill to come up with really solid affirmations. We're reinforcing their behavior in alignment with their values and their goals. So this is why when we're developing plan and really, really teasing it out, ferreting out a really solid plan, all of that frontal work that we do to build up to it will pay off massively on the back end because once they're in plan, we can reinforce that behavior because with sustained behavior change, what we're trying to do is build that sense of personal agency and self-efficacy. So as they're doing what they say they want to do to get to the goal they want to go to, then we're reinforcing that. And we're literally making firm what they're doing in real time. And this is how you start to see this hand in glove between engagement focus, hand in glove between focus and plan, and hand in glove between plan and pursuing their plan and how we reinforce that. It just, it all fits together and it's not staccato separate processes. It's the fluidity between the four processes in MI. Well, and what's interesting too, sorry, John, um, but what's interesting is I also naturally tend to do more affirmations in the planning stage. Mm -hmm. and, and I think, um, I don't know if there's, um, you guys can tell me if there's a strategic MI, you know, that's part of the process or anything, but I tend to do that to also bolster and like excite the people that are thinking about this change and remind them and kind of build that, um, confidence within themselves that they can they are able to do this um and that becomes a really good like almost um icing on the cake for them i i always they as as they're creating their plan they're feeling really good and yes i can go do this <laughs> yes that's it well and and to to add to that of what you're talking about tammy and then also kind of what you casey and tammy are adding to here it's this idea of self-affirmation can be really powerful. That doesn't get talked oh. a lot about. There's uh, kind of a somewhat debated article in MI of our affirmations, like the number one associated thing with change talk. And, and it, it gets into this idea of how can you set people up for self-affirmations as well. And that's something we could do a whole podcast around, whatever. There's, the idea there's such solid research around that, those self-affirmations. And, and that's to say that, Yes, provide people with this sense of being lit up if you can, having that excitement, wonderful, and also having them give voice to their own sense of how it's going to help them be who they want and what that would, as Casey, you might say, be like, you know, taste like, touch like. And when they make progress, how are they going to celebrate that either with their friends in healthy ways? And this gets into the things we've talked about on other, you know, things of looking to the future and really just celebrating their own sense of being who they want to be in ways that are authentic for them that some people it'll be more like your style tammy some people will be more somber i don't know but they're at least giving themselves a sense of you know what 
this is who I want to be. This is what's going to happen. And that solidity helps that, that sense of self-determination that, that will likely stick with them. One thing I want to bring up that we haven't really got into some specifics around there's a lot of things we could get into if we wanted to like role play. And I want to introduce that if people want just examples of role plays, because Casey on a, on a separate um, podcast, uh, you had talked about like the confidence ruler, for example, that's one way once you have gotten to the top of their mountain to use the confidence ruler to get into, well, how confident are you with your health? Say you're talking to Tammy and she goes, I don't know. And she does the four and you go up to a five and it's something with biking and Tammy brings up the biking. Uh, and then you get into talking. And so whether you use the confidence ruler or not, it's are you leaning towards something of them doing something? Because some people get so caught up in the focus mountain and the whole focus part, they don't get into a change of this is about being someone different of doing something. So I think there's, you can slip into plan too much, but it's also sometimes people don't even get into some kind of change to be that kind of a person. Exactly. So I think that, that's really, really important is to bring that up. Um, having coached, you know, various people we all have, that can be a common thing. Then the second thing is if the biking comes up and you know, you're about that, then to your point, Casey, you know what you, I could say something to the effect of, you know, you know that the biking is going to be one step that gets you closer to be X, Y, and Z that you were talking about. And right. I'm, just, I'm trying to honor that to not put everything out there that I know about you, Tammy. But it's, it's that you're giving an affirmation that this little thing helps you get closer to the treasure, like you were talking about, Casey. Yeah. And it's like, how, how can we do that and bolster that sense of excitement uh, or at least motivation and motive? as we're building the plan. And also like you brought up Casey, how can we say that, you know what? And there probably are going to be days that it's going to suck. There are going to be some tough things. So when we're talking about this right now and you talked about X, Y, and Z as being really important to you, how are you going to navigate those situations when you're really challenged? Right. That's how we can get into hypothetical problem solving. What's going to go through your head to be who you want to be. And this does get deeper And Casey, you have some wonderful, ways of doing this i know from your background in therapy and we even have some old uh podcasts i believe like key yes. questions and stuff if i remember but these are where you really want to help someone just feel that sense of self-affirmed self-lit up and self-confident as specific as you might have to get with tammy to go well when are you thinking that the biking would work and if it doesn't work out today where in the week would maybe be a backup plan for you that, you know, you know what, I'm, I'm definitely by now going to fit it in because I know that if I don't, I'm going to regret it because that's not going to help me in the long run. And that you bring these things up because that's where smart goals matter. But it's got to be, to your point, Casey and Tammy, it's got to matter. Right. Love that. Great, great insight, everybody. Thank you guys so much for answering, unless, any, unless anyone has any more comments. I think it's great. Yeah, but thank you so much for answering and to our audience, thank you so much for asking. Again, feel free to send any and all questions our way. We are happy to answer them. You can email them to me at tammy.calais, T-A-M-I dot C-A-L-A-I-S at ifioc.com and we will answer them on our podcast. So thank you guys for participating and we hope everyone hey. has a great day and we truly aim to be the communication solution that will truly change your world. Thank you. All right.